Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. The first episode. This is so exciting. Yes. Uh, We have been working on this for quite a while. My name is Jared, and I am one of your hosts, and I'm alongside our co-host, Christy, as well as our producer slash third host, Jesse, and we are going to be talking about all things Disney, believe it or not. The Mickey Blog Disney Podcast is going to be covering Disney, but oh, yeah. <laughs> we are just so excited to get into it, cover everything from Disney news to Disney opinions, the cruise line, the parks, the company, the streaming service, all things Disney. But before we get into that, we are going to introduce ourselves because, you know, you want to get to know us and figure <laughs> out who we are a little bit. So, Christy, without further ado, please uh-huh. introduce to our listeners who you are, how you've been in this industry, and uh, how you came to Mickey Blog. Okay. So, sure, you put me on the spot right away. Um, okay. So, my name is Christy, and um, I was born and raised Disney ever since I was a little girl. We've been going there. Um, I'm also a mom, so I have three boys, so our house is very busy. Um, but we're a Disney family, and um, a lot of the content I like to create and a lot of what I talk about is Disney trips with little ones. We took our youngest at five months old all the way. He's nine now. So I've done it all. So, um, yeah, we're just a big Disney family. And I've been in the Disney news media site industry, I guess, the blogosphere, for about four years now. Um, and then I... I had a baby and I took some time off and during that time off I really missed it and I just so happened to reach out to Mickey blog and just to see what would happen and one thing led to another and now I'm on a podcast so here I am <laughs> I love that there you go yeah boom so Jesse tell the people a little bit about yourself uh, your sort of ties and relationship to Disney and how you came to Mickey blog to be a part of this fun little yeah. podcast Of course. Hi, guys. I'm Jessie. I was born and raised in South Florida, so growing up, Disney has been kind of my thing. My parents took me ever since I was, like, two. So (laughs) kissing Goofy's nose has always been a top priority on my list. (laughs) And, you know, just really being in Florida my whole life, it's one of those things where Disney is, like, that main vacation that every family looks forward to, and I was definitely one of those. So it was super fun just to be able to do that. And then I moved to Orlando when I was old enough to move out. I was like, I need to go work at Disney World. So I did just that. I was a cast member for a couple years, currently still am. It was super fun. And it's just been great being a part of the Disney bubble in the blogosphere, as Chris (laughs) used. I love that word. going to use it now. Um, I've been in there for about two years now, working with Mickey Blog um, for a little over three months of that. And I've just absolutely loved every minute of it. And now I get to be on this fun podcast with you guys. And I'm just super duper happy to be here. Absolutely. Honestly, I uh, I have nothing to say about myself. Let's move on. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, <kidding>. Jared. <laughs> uh, no, I've been going to Disney um, on big family vacations since I was eight. Uh, my mom was a Disney moms panelist. She started awesome. in 2010. Yeah, so cool. Uh, yeah. Now known as Plan Disney. So she would take us. I'm one of five. She would take our whole family um, on trips and we just got really used to it as as a family it was like our yearly tradition kind of more difficult to do that now but regardless mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, i i just really ended up looking forward to them every year and it, it was ironic because i went to high school and i got super into sports and i was just that was all i cared about mm-hmm. and 
And then I studied sports journalism in college, and I thought that's what I wanted to do. I'm going to go be a journalist. I'm, you know, I, I want nothing to do with theme parks. And yeah. I graduated with a bachelor's in journalism and was a sports editor in college. And here I am now working <laughs> in the Disney blogging world. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it's been a windy and interesting path to get here. But I've been in the Disney blogging world for about three years now, and. Um, and Jesse and I, fun fact to the listeners, are in the Disney parks about three to five days a week, both being yep. locals. I'm and super jealous. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to get some uh, some fun little sassy, jealous remarks yes. from Christy occasionally. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, sorry, Christy. <laughs> but regardless, it'll, it'll be uh, interesting to hear um, various perspectives because Jesse and I are locals and we're not just mm-hmm. locals or annual pass holders, we are Disney Parks reporters. So we cover the parks full time for Mickey Blog. We're in the parks three to five days a week, covering it constantly. So Mm -hmm. from someone who goes to the parks hundreds of days out of the year, versus Christy who goes on yeah. trips like once you know a year <laughs> yeah but yeah. but it's important to have yeah, like both perspectives sure. and and Christy's yes. a mom and uh you know Jesse and I aren't mom so it's, it's kind of it's You're kind of fun mom, you know <laughs> believe it or not I'm not a mom but it, Just you know who knows <laughs> but regardless uh what, what do you guys think about that in terms of our various perspectives and how we can sort of talk to you know our listeners coming to a Disney podcast looking for Mm -hmm. maybe different opinions, different viewpoints. Yeah, I think it's really cool because, and I think that's what sets Mickey Blog apart, is that um, we have, like you said, you guys are locals and you're at a different place in your life. I'm I'm in Connecticut and I'm a mom of three crazy little ones. Um, So we all have that perspective and it's really good because I, at one point, we also lived in Florida for a few years, in South Florida actually. Um, And so we were, we did kind of have that local thing. And I remember at the time it was before I was with like a, a media site, I would follow all these like influencers, I guess you could call them. And, um, two things. One, they were, I loved them, but they were also very intimidating because I started to get in this mindset. Like I have to go to the parks, my hair and makeup have to be perfect. Oh, my outfit yeah. has to be perfect. And I was like, I was going on trips with my family and waking up at like 7 a.m. like trying to get ready. I'm like, what am I doing? Like to schlep a stroller down Main Street? Like there's no point. So I kind of bring like that realness. Like you can still like have fun and dress cute, but like be, you know, like not in fantasy land. And also um, I, I remember seeing like a lot of Disney moms would talk about like coming to the parks and, and I, I don't want to say anything to offend anyone, but when people say, oh, just book the trip, like, yes, that's awesome if you can, but like where I am, we can't just book. So to have somebody that I can look to who like uh, researches the trip, plans it out, and then goes and, and you could see everything like the before, during, and after, I think that's awesome. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure if a lot of other sites have that. So I'm really excited to share like, my planning process with our followers, our listeners, um, and then that they get the, you know, the point of view from you guys too, because I do get FOMO almost every day from you guys in the parks, especially when you're at like Halloween and Christmas. So it's great that they get like both sides. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I love that. It's just, it's so nice because you do have that mom side of it. And we have so many people on our team that, you know, some are young, some are old, Mm -hmm. some have kids, some don't have kids. And we do get that different perspective, which is really nice. Like I'm a pet parent. I have two cats. So I'm that person that goes into Disney and I find the pet products and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to buy a pet color. This is so fun. And then people like you, oh my God, there's baby clothes. And it's, it's just so much fun to be able to have those different experiences in the same place. Mm -hmm. um so it is super cool again like different ages we guys you know we have different availabilities we have different personalities and everything kind of just comes together and forms one big group and it's just so Mm -hmm. fun because it is diverse and inclusive and it's great yeah absolutely and and you know the disney blogging world as you guys both know it is quite competitive and there's there's it's a small little world sure Mm -hmm. but but there's some big uh big sites in that small little world and it can definitely get competitive there's so many youtubers now i mean it feels oh like gosh, the disney yeah. blogging market is just kind of oversaturated yeah. to a certain extent but being at mickey blog being you know one of the the five or six most liked facebook pages for example mm. having the platform that we do where we do share constant disney news to hundreds of thousands of people now uh, being a part of that team, but also being in a very tight knit team mm-hmm. where we all have different perspectives, and that's welcomed. I think it's I think it's a really great thing, and and we yeah. hope our listeners really enjoy that. But yeah. enough about us. Let's jump <laughs> into what we're going to be talking about on this podcast because yeah. we're not going to be just rambling on about ourselves during every episode. I promise. <laughs> uh, so overall, what you guys can expect uh, going forward during these episodes is we are going to talk, of course, about the biggest headlines, Disney Mm -hmm. news, uh, not just related to the parks, but Disney Plus, the movies, the company as a whole, Mm -hmm. uh, financial news. We'll try to try to scale off of that just so (laughs) we all don't get too frustrated. On a ramble. (laughs) And start rambling about company specifics. But uh, the Disney Cruise Line, Olani, Mm -hmm. uh, Adventures by Disney, and beyond that, some very cool guests. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm so I, excited. I, yeah. Exactly. So I think in general, we're going to cover just so much. And I love the fact that we're going to have a very diverse and very interesting group of guests coming on, mm-hmm. all talking yeah. about different things. Um, and because, you know, when people hear the word Disney, I feel <laughs> like so many people just instantly think of like, a castle and Magic Kingdom and that's it. Yeah. It, there's a lot going on in this company. And I yeah. think... Oh, yeah. It's it's big, and there's a mm-hmm. lot happening beyond just the parks. Don't you guys yes. think? Absolutely, yeah. I think so, and I think that um, you always, like, and also probably, like, from us growing up going to Disney World, like, as soon as you say Disney, we think Disney World. So, But to other people, it's Disneyland or, you know, I'm so excited to talk about Disney Cruise Line. I could ramble about that for days. Um, Alani, Jared, I'm super jealous that you've been there. So there's all these things and experiences too within like when you're a D23 member, you have the opportunity to tour Walt's office, which is like something that is like the like dream. But yeah, that would be like the culmination of my life as a Disney yes. person. Um, so there's all these things and experiences that you can do within like the whole world of Disney. So it's cool to talk about it all and share everything. Yeah. And then people that aren't able to get up and go to the park so mm-hmm. easily, you know, like Jared said, I mean, we're there three to five days a week and 
you know, I have the opportunity to just be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to Disney and watch the fireworks. No problem. Yeah. For me, it's it's easy peasy. Where for somebody else, you know, you say Disney and they automatically think movies or Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. or the characters. And it's, you know, that part of it too is really, really yeah. cool. And beyond that, uh, from and I know Jesse just mentioned that, but yeah. we're going to definitely be talking and discussing quite a bit about the films. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. there's new, there's multiple Disney films that come out every year across oh, yeah. all their brands between Star Wars and Marvel and, and mm-hmm. Disney and animation and live action. And, of course, the Disney Plus content that's coming out. I mean, yes. you know, as There's so much. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about that the other day because um, – So I have like my Disney playlist and it was on in the car and like circle life came on and I got all emotional, but that get me getting emotional is from like my childhood. And and I remember going to see the lion King and the little mermaid and Aladdin and like Disney's Renaissance era, I guess, if you will. And although we were so lucky when you think about it, those movies were like at least a year apart. And I think I remember them the most because that was like the only time I really went to the theater was seeing a Disney movie. But now kids, they're in the movie theaters, they're on Disney Plus, and it's not just like the one big animated film a year. Now it's like Star Wars and Marvel. So there's so much content now. I mean, for us, but especially like the kids growing up watching it. um, So they're really lucky in that sense. Yeah. Uh Absolutely. And another thing, too, as a great transition, uh, we're going to have a lot of open-ended conversations and topics Mm -hmm. about all sorts of Disney-related topics, whether it's advice for planning your Disney vacation or, you know, something as simple as our favorite Disney films. I mean, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to just be... We, we were talking about this right before we started recording. We don't want to be like Disney NPR. We're not just going to yeah. like show up here and be like, yeah. so this week in the parks, <laughs> there was a new lounge fly. Like, no, that's, yep. not, that's not how we want to cover things. It's supposed to be fun, and we want our listeners to have fun. And, you know, hopefully some of our listeners are like, you know what? That Jared guy, he's not that annoying. He's okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Not everybody. But regardless, (laughs) let's jump into our topic for our very first episode, our first open-ended conversation. It's as simple as you can get, folks, and truly we are going to try to keep it this simple and nice and easy on everybody going forward, but the first open-ended conversation and topic is, like I said, simple. It's uh, why do people like Disney, and Mm -hmm. why do we like Disney? Where Where did that come from? Where did we first fall in love with all of this and want to be a part of this whether it's career-wise or just going with your family you know yeah so so yeah just right off the bat christy what comes Mm -hmm. to mind for you when you first think of what's the biggest reason or what's the main reason that so many people love and adore this company i think um and you know mostly when i speak it's like mostly from, from going to the parks and everything like that but i think because it connects us to our childhood, really. Um, you know, I know I remember like being a little kid and loving it, and I have specific memories of going on Thunder Mountain was my first roller coaster with my dad and things like that. And when you're in the moment and you're little and you make those memories, it's great. But when you're older, whether you're a parent or not, wherever you are, you have like those flashbacks when you're in the parks. And sometimes it's getting on Thunder Mountain and thinking of that time you rode it with your dad or things like that. So it's kind of like the Disney World to me, I'll just use that the world as an example. It's like a bridge to my past and, my, and like the happiest part of my growing up, my upbringing. And so um, I think that's why people love it because, you know, 
the world is crazy and there's been like so many unprecedented times, not just yeah. recently, but just like in general, I feel like since like 2000. So yeah. I feel like it gives us the opportunity. I always joke that when I'm at Disney, I never know what's going on in the real world. And so being at Disney bridges that gap from our childhood, but we forget about every, it's, we're like a kid again. So I think that's yeah. why people love it. And I think that's why that nostalgia factor, which is like what Disney, it's like the epitome of Disney. Um, I think that's why we can justify like doing a big vacation or doing like going all out. And it's, you know, I love run Disney and I will spend whatever it is to do a half marathon. But if you're, if I'm at home and they ask me to pay $15 for a 5k, I'm like, no, no, no not going to work, but I'll pay 300 for, you know, to run 10 miles. So it's like, you always justify it because you have that love and that nostalgia just ties it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, exactly. you're up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. So um, it is really that memory for me. Um, mm -hmm. I just had so many experiences, especially with my family, but even with my friends. My best friend yeah. didn't go to Disney until she was 19. And she mm -hmm. was completely obsessed with it. I met her in like sixth grade. Like we've been friends for the past 15 years now. And I like made her Disney love come to life. And just yeah. seeing that on her face, knowing, you know, I knew the parks inside and out and being able to be like, here's your world. Have fun yeah. in it. Yeah. And her freak out, I'll always remember. And again, she was 19. Like we were adults mm -hmm. at that point. We were able to come to Disney by ourselves. And yeah, she just, you know, those memories that you really, not even for yourself, but you're making for other people. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. so magical. And that's something I'm always going to remember. It really just ties into that childhood, adulthood, um, you know, yeah. even taking my dad now. He is older now. And just watching him have fun when he mm -hmm. sees Mickey Mouse, just something as simple as a character being like, open arms, come give me a hug. It, yeah. You know, it brings a joy to people's faces. And it's just, it's so much fun. Um, and then for me with the characters, I've always had an attachment. Again, like I mentioned earlier, kissing Goofy's nose at, you know, mm -hmm. two years old. That has always been a tradition for me. Every year we came to Disney, it's like, all right, go kiss Goofy's nose. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it was one of those things that just makes you happy and it makes everyone around you happy. Mm -hmm. um, so really just having those memories tie in is just super important to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I what think, you, well, I think, you know, sort of to jump off of what you both were saying. Yeah. One of the biggest talking points that I was going to go over that Christy sort of went over quite well is, is just, you know, one of Walt Disney's original and most famous quotes is that this, this place, this company, these movies, they're all designed for everybody. You know, mm -hmm. it's about inclusivity and not just about being, uh, whether you're, you know, regardless of race or, or sex or gender and any of that it's more yeah. so about being inclusive in terms of your age whether you're right. six or yes. 60 or 99 this is a place where you can always go to and yeah. uh mm -hmm. that's that's for the parks but the movies feel the same way because yeah. i feel like when you watch a lot of the classic animated films as an adult not only can you and christy can probably talk about this mm -hmm. better than we can in terms of like watching it with your children after yeah. you saw it as a child and you yeah. see yeah. that sort of light with your child's eyes mm -hmm. that you once experienced. Yeah. But, but more so about that those movies aren't just for children, they're for mm -hmm. adults. And, and you know, beyond that, 
you know, I just have so many fond memories there, uh, being in the Disney parks or I've been on a Disney cruise, I've been to Olani mm-hmm. and yeah. they, they, I mean, this is a place at the end of the day, truly the best way that I can sum it up in terms of the Disney parks is it's a place designed to generate smiles, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the entire place is there to try to make you happy. Right. You know, and it, it's supposed to have something for everybody. So you mm-hmm. might not find that specific ride or specific show something that brings a huge smile to your face, but look around because you will find someone yeah. who has a big yes. smile on their face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's a pretty special thing to me. You know? Yeah. And I think, and then you mentioned like I could go on for hours talking about Disney with my kids. And it's, it's crazy to see like, um, I want to say two years ago, my dad took my sister and I, at the time, I only had two boys and she had a boy and a girl. And at one point in the trip, I, I, and we stayed at Polynesian where we always stay growing up. And I looked at him and I was like, dad, did you ever think like you just happening to bring us in 1987, like all the way would lead to this? And he was like, Never in a million years did I, and I could cry now thinking about it. So like to see him bring his grandkids and then also Jared, you brought up movies. So the the animated movies are great, but Disney is so awesome because like I love Star Wars. So being able to, with the newer movies, and I'll be honest, the older ones I wanted, I show them to my kids and they're not into them as much as they are the newer ones. Of course. But um, I'm a big Star Wars fan myself, to be honest. So, um, they, yeah, um, it's, it's good because like, it's not an animated movie. Cause I know some adults do get bored with those. It's like a whole series of these amazing, like historic movies that you can enjoy with your children. And somehow my five-year-old can grasp the concept of Ray and where she's from and like all these things. And, and so it's so great to be able to share like these characters we love, I loved as a kid, I can still share with them, not just rides, not just resorts, but like actual movies and characters from my childhood are still alive and so well in my children's movies today. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. It's cool. For me with movies, I was never a Star Wars person. So I never grew up with Star Wars. My parents were never into like... Yeah. (laughs) I have a couple Star Wars, but that's just because they're gingerbreads and they're cute. (laughs) Um, I have gingerbread pillows. They're adorable. Anyway, so I was never a Star Wars person. We were never action-y movie people. So I was more into the cartoon side. So mm-hmm. the, you know, Lion King, Peter Pan, the old school style movies, the old yes. animation. But Bed I also Knobs loved- and Broomsticks was one of my favorites. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. yes. I was playing Heads Up the other day and that was yeah. a, a choice and it was so funny. It was great. Um, but yeah, no, it's the movies just really give that, you know, the feeling of being a kid as well. And mm-hmm. when you bring all of that in, even with the new movies, Frozen, everything has such a good storyline and it is cool. I watch it with my cousins and, you know, they're nine, 10 years old and they grasp it. They love it. And growing up, I watched it. Now they're watching it. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool to hear someone be like, oh my God, my favorite movie is The Lion King. And I'm like, yeah. you're five and your favorite movie yeah. is The Lion King. Oh my yeah. God, that's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, I also think... Um, just from the perspective of film specifically, yeah. uh, we evolve and we get older and we take different lessons from each film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, how many times now that all three of us are adults, 
just want to clarify for the listeners, we are adults. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, how many times have you watched, uh, whether it's a Disney animated film or a Star Wars film or a Marvel film or a live action film, any of these movies, how many times have you watched it and been like, oh, I didn't really notice that before? Yeah, so you know, many Because when you're a kid, you're just watching it because it's an animated film and, you know, mm-hmm, we, yeah. we don't have fully developed brains yet. So yeah. we're just like, yeah. cool colors and yeah. animals and whatever. You know, yeah. when I was a kid, I thought Toy Story was the coolest thing ever. Ever. Yep, and it is the coolest. Not at all for the same reasons that I really love the Toy Story right. films now. When right. I was a kid, I loved Toy Story because they were toys. They were talking toys, and I always I had a big imagination. So mm-hmm. you know, when you're a young kid, you're like, oh my god, did my toys do that? When yes, I leave the yeah. room, like, what's yeah. going on? But when you get older, you rewatch Toy Story, and there's a lot of adult humor in those films, oh, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of I really funny jokes, and yeah, they're you know, objectively hilarious films. I don't care what yeah. people say, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think, so, yeah. too, like, as we get older, um, so I'm also someone when I watch, not necessarily Disney, but just in general, like, I'm always Googling stuff about the show or movie I'm watching as I'm watching it. Same. So and I'll even do that with, like, Toy Story or any of these movies, and you, you see, like, how they were made and the concept. And, like, I use Toy Story as an example because I've watched, like, some of the documentaries about Pixar and, and even how Disney Pixar got from the first movie to the second. And yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. So as an adult, you appreciate it that much more because you know what went into it and you're interested. Like, I would rather watch a documentary about the making of Toy Story than actually the movie now. So <laughs> it's so cool to see like behind the scenes about it. Yeah. That's really also, cool. also, you got to think too, uh, Walt, you know, when he was originally creating not just the parks, but the animated films. I mm-hmm. mean, really, the films are what came first before oh, the yeah. parks. Snow yeah. White funded the original studio. Exactly. Like, yeah. And Snow White was so revolutionary for mm-hmm. its time, obviously. But even when you watch, I'm, not, I'm sure you guys have seen Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Oh, uh, I but, cry. I cry. Yeah. So, Mary Poppins <laughs> is my favorite movie. So, yeah. But, but if you watch that film, what's so powerful about that movie is you really dive deep into how much Walt really cared about each mm-hmm. story that he was yeah. trying to mm-hmm. tell. And so that his whole conversations, you know, with the woman who created Mary Poppins yeah. and all that, at the end there, when he finally convinces her to just give him the property and she can trust him sort of thing. He's yeah. he's sitting there having tea with her at the end of that film, and and if mm-hmm. you watch that scene, uh, which I guess Christy cries at this, scene, and he I'm says guessing. that the mouse is family, and I can't. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Christy already Christy knew the can scene. Handle it. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is that those scenes and that scene specifically, I think of often when it comes to the movie side of this mm-hmm. business, because yeah. what Walt was trying to say is that you can trust him because. He's trying to bring joy to people. He's trying mm-hmm. to bring happiness and teach these lessons. And there are there. That's a beautiful thing you can share with people is taking yeah. a film or taking a story and bringing joy to people's lives. And and that yeah. was his main mission between the movies and then the parks and and everything else. So uh, I just that's that's the core really when mm. we talk about this topic for me why this company is as popular as it is, why Mm -hmm. it's so successful, because it's an entire company really, you know, built around bringing joy. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing joy to people. And I think unlike so many other, I mean, I don't know of any company that the cast members, especially like the Imagineers, like specifically Imagineers, they still share Walt's vision. Like the original founder, CEO, 
Yeah. They, they share, they live and breathe his vision every single day. And there's still not an attraction. I got to interview a few Imagineers who, um, were on, uh, did galaxy's edge and rise the resistance. And like, when you talk to them, they have Walt in the back of their minds every single minute of every day. It's like, so I think that's what makes it work still and makes it so special is that there still is somehow, you know, these, the cast members, the people, a part of the organization that share and believe in Walt's vision still to this day. So that's definitely why it's carried over for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a very great company, and the thing is, they all pull at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And when you pull at heartstrings, like, you know, yeah. you're kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, Jesse just brought up a good point, too, because you got to think of, you know, it, it was kind of like what Christy mentioned earlier about how, oh, $50 for a 5K down the street yeah. versus yeah. $300 no. for a run Disney yeah. event. You know, and yeah. how do they get you there? How is the money no longer an issue yeah. because they pull at your arts? Because every yeah. mile that's what is they magic, do. Jared. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You see yeah. what I mean? That that's yep. what it is. Whether it's whether it's a run Disney event, a Disney vacation, going mm-hmm. and you know, you don't usually go out to the theaters to pay for a film, but you'll go no. do it for that Disney yeah. movie. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like for me, for example, because I'm I'm a massive, massive Star Wars fan. So mm-hmm. I had no idea. Just a heads up. <laughs> just a heads up. I know I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt and a Star Wars hat, <laughs> and there's two Star Wars posters behind me. Right. But believe it or not, I am a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Point uh-huh. is, what I'm trying to say is that uh, if Star Wars comes up on this podcast, just uh, just try you're running the show. Just we'll just sit back. Forgive yeah. me for yeah. how I tend to go on. But so you get passionate about it. But, I love you know, it. similar to a Disney film, what I was yeah. trying to say is with Star Wars, like that when the new film started coming out uh, in 2015, mm-hmm. um, it became a part of my family's like holiday season. Yeah. Like, yeah. We would go opening night and mm-hmm. then my birthday is December 17th. So it most of the films, the new films dropped either mm-hmm. the 15th, 16th or 17th. I mean, it was like my 22nd birthday. Yeah. All my friends were out like going out to the bars and I was like nope sorry new Star Wars yeah. film <laughs> gotta go yeah. watch that with my mom like you know yeah. like it becomes an event and Star Wars for me growing up was always like that and Disney is much like that to a lot of people like yeah. okay. oh I can't usually walk 10 miles but at this theme park yeah oh yeah, yeah. we're doing it oh yeah for sure for sure no problem and yeah being yeah. there three to five days a week I mean I walk 40 to 50 miles a week just at Disney and that doesn't include like normal grocery shopping. Like I know. it's crazy. Yeah. I if always, you- people always ask, they're like, well, why do you love it so much? And like, it's funny. Cause I feel like most true Disney people, like we are like, we have a, a, a love hate, like more love, but a love hate. So like yeah. this last trip when we left, my husband and I are like, all right, we're done. Like, we love Halloween. We're like, we're done with the Halloween party for like three years whatever and then like the next day I saw something and I was like we gotta go to Halloween next year and like we totally (laughs) forgot about the combo where we were hating on it and it's just like or you know you you always with ticket prices and like we complain but we're gonna go back because we're always gonna find ways to justify it and get that happiness yeah back in our life Yep, that's always that's the, the thing. funny thing to me. That's always that's, the funny thing. I think that's why people get mad at Disney adults. Because, like, it's yeah. not just that we wear ears in the park or whatever. It's that, like, we justify and make, like, ridiculous arguments. And then <laughs> two hours later, we're, like, waiting to join well, a virtual queue. I know. Well, I, I didn't mean what I said yeah. when I was hungry. For I got my Dole Whip. I'm good. Right. So It's fine. Yeah. Made me feel yeah. better. Yep. 
Well, you know, this is where I get uh, personally upset by the whole Disney adult thing. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of guy friends who are probably going to listen to this episode of podcast <laughs> and go, hey, remember when Jared wanted to go cover sports for a living? And you know, <laughs> now you're like, covering uh, Now he's on a Disney podcast. Yeah. Like, what happened here? <laughs> I got lots of friends who don't understand, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. at all and think that I'm living some sort of child life down here in Orlando and yeah. I'm just a full-time kid but one so what you know yeah I like, know right who cares so and, and two like everybody secretly whether they want to admit it or not mm-hmm. has fun when you go to a place like yes. this go go oh, to yeah. a theme park the amount of times I've had a tough guy friend come and visit me and then go to Epcot and I see their face on a Disney yeah. ride or something yep. like I, it's it's laughable to me and my brother who is always he works blue collar jobs and he's he's works in uh you know as a mechanic and as a laborer and all these different things but you see him on a disney ride and he lights up you know my stepdad's yeah. six foot five and was a college basketball player uh big huge guy uh but has a blast when he's on a mm-hmm. on a fun disney ride you know so there's a child and all of us, and yes. some people just have an easier time admitting that fact than mm-hmm. other people do. But in my yeah. opinion, life is really short, mm-hmm. and life is filled with a lot of unfortunate bad things. Unprecedented times. Yeah, Unprecedented absolutely. times, yeah. which we keep yeah. going through. So just smile a little bit. Live yeah. a little, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, sure. with me, I'm on the flip side of that. So my whole world does revolve around Disney. <laughs> my family, my friends, everyone's an annual pass holder. And if they're not, they still want to go to Disney at least once a year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I actually don't know people like that, Jed. So I would love to meet them and see what they're like. <laughs> it's funny. Um, my husband, when I started, we started dating in 2005. Yeah. And um, 2006 was our first Disney trip together. Of course, I had been like multiple times. Or like, yeah. I can't even count. He hadn't been since like third grade. So that was and he played football at Division One college, like tough guy. And when I took him his our senior year in college for um, it was actually Jing, it was right after New Year's and they had like that was when they had like dead periods and like yeah. the parks really were empty at that time. Yeah. Um, it was just amazing because like he lit up like a Christmas tree like this big tough guy and now as a dad and as like you know my husband like he I always joke like I'm constantly always living in fantasy land and I'm like money comes and goes and you know whatever like he's not he brings me back down so opposites attract but like when I see him at Disney World especially with our kids because like at home he's the enforcer he's bad cop um he's like this big soft like teddy bear because He's just like a kid again. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. It turns even the most toughest people into like these, uh, you know, puddles of mush. Yeah. Yeah. And it should. I mean, it should. I mean, (laughs) frankly, because uh, you're not, to me, you're not tough if you're not enjoying (laughs) something that 99% of the rest of the world also enjoys. So, Mm -hmm. a lot of people like to jump into the whole bullying thing or, called Disney adults and and yes are there certain Disney adults that might take it too far sometime of course there are oh, yeah there's like that in oh, yeah. every <laughs> single fandom but how yes. is it that different to put on a sports jersey and pay hundreds oh, of dollars to sit courtside at a sports game yeah to exactly. root on players yeah. that don't know you they don't right. know who you are right and you can wave and try to get their attention all they want yeah. but they're yep. just trying to play their sport how is it that right. different doing that compared to 
going to a Disney park and enjoying yourself with friends or family. Because Mm -hmm. again, this place is designed to generate smiles, right? Yeah. That's what the Disney parks are all about. And Mm -hmm. that's, I love that. I love that there's a place where it's designed to create memories. And, and frankly, some of the biggest moments of my life have all happened associated with Disney. I've gotten, Mm -hmm. I was, I got engaged at Disney. I had my honeymoon at Olani. Mm-hmm. I've had birthdays, I've had anniversaries, oh, yeah. but even more so than all of that, like my mom, for example, is currently going through quite a few different health issues and she has a harder time walking than she used to. And she's in her early fifties. It's not like she's, yeah. you know, she's like in her nineties or something. She mm-hmm. just, she deals with neuropathy and her feet hurt when she walks too much. So, you know, she uh, visited Disney recently and I was watching her, you know, just take it a lot slower and take a lot of breaks. And I grew up where she was dragging us by the yes, arms around yes. the parks. I have and, you know, like that, yeah. The, that, that to me, like now mm-hmm. I look back knowing that my mom struggles and, and has a harder time with these parks. Yeah. Now I look back so much more fondly at the memories mm-hmm. I had with my mother. And I, and I know she does too because she she's in pain so mm-hmm. it's one of those yeah. things where people might not understand it from the outside looking in yeah but to those of us who go to these parks and watch these movies and are in it and love all this like it's a different kind of joy it's like it's a you know people people love 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 it because of yeah. the nostalgia and the memories and all of it associated mm-hmm. with it yeah. yeah, and then that little special thing that Disney does with their buttons is also mm-hmm. amazing. So, like you said, people go there for their birthdays when they're celebrating something. They have birthday buttons. They have I'm celebrating buttons. You could be celebrating anything. You could be celebrating yeah. that it's a blue sky out. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything important. And people just go and they celebrate, and it does create smiles. Mm-hmm. Everyone read the buttons. Oh, what are you celebrating? Oh my God, that's so awesome. Or happy yeah. birthday. Congratulations. They have the honeymoon buttons. And it is just so cool that they do recognize that even with something so simple. So it just makes those special moments even more special. And then mm-hmm. going back to those amazing cast members, they really are amazing. They don't have to tell you happy birthday. Yeah. But you're wearing a birthday button and they're going to be like, hey, you know what? Happy birthday. Sometimes yeah. they walk up to you and give you a Mickey sticker. And it really is just to make that person smile. And it's so much fun um, just being able to see that, even as an outsider. Just mm-hmm. seeing a little kid get handed a sticker. Oh, my like, gosh. My kids live for them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all over my stroller. They're all stuck <laughs> yeah. in the stroller. It, but it's like the best yeah. thing in the world, though. A kid it gets is. a sticker. Their huge smiles light up their face. And it's just yeah. so cute. And I love it. And I feel like the cast members always – no, because they can yeah. see it in the parents, especially when you're checking out. A lot of the shops have like the little knickknacks in line. Yeah. So half the time I like try to get my husband to bring the kids outside. But yeah. with their with me in line and they're melting down because I won't get the little thing. A cast member will see that and be like, hey, do you want a sticker? And they'll like just be like, take all the stickers. Here you go. Yep. So like my kids love that. And, yeah. um, you know, you were talking about like the happy birthday thing. Um yeah. I, we went for my son's seventh birthday and he forgot he was wearing it. And so oh. we were, we, I remember this vividly, we were getting off Jungle Cruise and the skipper ha- like went to go grab his hand to help him out and said, happy birthday. And he looked at me and was like, mom, how did he know it was my birthday? And I'm like, <laughs> bud, you have the pin on. So like that made him light up and feel so important. Yeah. So just those little things, those extra little miles that they do. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It can make the whole trip. 
Yeah, we. Absolutely. I will say we've been to other parks. Um, one rhymes with Universal, and um, <laughs> he was wow, very. Wow, you truly yeah. hid that. <laughs> um, I'm not good at hiding things. Um, so he had like a birthday pin on, and no one said happy birthday, and he was like, "Mom, no, none of the people are saying it." I'm like, "Well, you know, not everywhere you go it's not is." Disney. Yeah, Christy's so, like, like, "I'm he, never going back <laughs> now." Darn <laughs> this place. It's, I'm so conflicted because I love Harry Potter, but you know, yeah. Um, so it's he, different. A little seven-year-old like recognize that, so it's a big thing when cast members do those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've had those times where so my dad had prostate cancer and he got an "I'm celebrating" button, and then we mm-hmm. all got "I'm celebrating" buttons like "Yay, Dad beat cancer!" Yeah, and it's so amazing when cast members recognize something like that. That mm-hmm. it means nothing to them, but it's so big to us, and it yeah. just really does, you know, give it that little oomph that you just need in your life. So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I also uh, I think about uh, my childhood best friend. His name is Jonathan. He was one of the groomsmen at my wedding uh, earlier this year. Um, known him since we were three or four years old. Uh, he's gone through several uh, kidney transplants in his life. Mm-hmm. So very serious medical stuff. And his first yeah. one happened when he was like nine years old. And wow. uh, if you're not familiar with this company, Disney is partnered often with Give Kids mm. the World. Yep. And Give Kids the World Village is located down here in Orlando and Central Florida. And that company is truly incredible because yeah. they're all about basically creating those dream scenarios for little children and people yeah. who are going through major health issues and stuff like that. And And I heard stories and remember stories of my friend Jonathan going and Disney cast members just like seeing the give kids the world button and stuff mm, and yeah. and the shirt and it was oh you want ice cream at 8 a.m yeah there you go you want this yeah. and what are you know what are his parents gonna say you know right, so yeah. that stuff just that means a great deal to me seeing that stuff mm-hmm. because you know and jesse talking about how yeah. her father went through cancer and mm-hmm. stuff you know like Life, as I mentioned earlier, life is difficult for so mm-hmm. many people out there oh, yeah. and for people all around the world. There, We all go through so many different things and some people are better at hiding that than others. But mm-hmm. odds are, if you go to a Disney park, uh, there's a lot of people around you who are going through a lot of stuff in life. And yeah. for cast members to make that extra leap and do that extra step to make things special is, yeah. is a really powerful And they're probably thing. going through their own stuff, the cast members. So, yeah. you know, to, to go that extra mile for the the person they don't even know is pretty amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. that's actually, I was just going to say that too. So yeah, cast members, of course, they're humans. They're going to go through their mm-hmm. own stuff as well. And I have done where you, you know, bring little packets of stickers, lollipops, like fun little trinkets and stuff. And you gift it to a cast member and I've done Mm -hmm. that and even handing a just like a I have heart stickers that have little smiley faces on them just handing one of those to a cast member and being like have a good day is amazing because then they light up and it's cool to be on the flip side of that being a pass holder and be able to create magic for somebody else because I'm there so often I'm like you know what I'm gonna bring some stickers I'm gonna hand them out yeah sometimes I'll be pin trading and the mm-hmm. cast member would be like, oh, my God, is that a Tinkerbell pin? Oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, my God, it's perfect. Oh, man, I don't have any pins. And I'll just be like, here, just keep yeah. it. And they're like, for me? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And they, <laughs> you know, they get so excited, too. And it's really fun to flip that around and give them a little magic, too, when they are yeah. providing so much magic for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we uh, wrap up our first episode, I also wanted to – add in a little fun additional prompt for the three of us 
But mm-hmm. if there is a specific memory for you that really sums up why you love Disney, what is it for you? It, it can be whether you've watched a certain oh, film so many. or your <laughs> children. I know it's very difficult to choose mm-hmm. one, but I have like subcategories. Yeah, but... I know subcategories. <laughs> but if you could think of yeah, uh, one. one that really just sticks out to you, and and maybe one that you think about more often than others, mm-hmm. which one of that or which one of those is it to you? Starting with uh, Christy, um, I would say uh, like recently, um, recent-ish in 2019, I ran the Wine and Dine Half Marathon, and. Um, I was going to do the Star Wars run that spring and then COVID happened, but that was my first half marathon in general um, and not just for Disney, but um, I remember seeing, getting the text as I was, I was finishing the last couple miles and my husband had texted me and he said, the boys and I are at the finish line. They have like, you know, stands for the the fans watching. So I was super excited. I think I was walking at that point. I'm like, oh, I got to pick up the pace. Like I've been running 13 miles. Um <laughs> So I put a little pep in my step and I remember seeing the finish line and seeing the medals and any run Disney race, like that's what your eye is on. But I I made a conscious effort to like look over at the sands and that's when I saw my husband and my two boys Um, and seeing them after they met me like right in the Epcot parking lot. Um, And at that point, my legs were starting to feel like cement, like I could hardly move um, in a good way. Like I just did this amazing thing. And (laughs) The boys came over to me and it's like, I always support them in sports and I always supported my husband when he was playing sport football in college. And then like they were supporting me. So that was like, uh, and I did something that was also like just for myself, not for the boys or that my husband. So it was like something I just accomplished for myself. And then they met me there and I'll, I'll still like the medals behind me. I look at it and I just think of my boys at that age they were and their little like Disney shoes and just like meeting me. So that's like my standout memory for sure. Oh, I yeah, love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Jesse, you're up. You better provide yeah. a tear jerker too. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do need a tear jerker. How did you know? Um, We're so emotional. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to um, what I was just saying with my dad beating cancer and having that button. It is my all time favorite memory only because. We went there, he, you know, he just beat cancer. We're like, daddy, I'm getting you buttons. And he's like, I'm going to get a button. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to get a button. So we got him that I'm celebrating button that he beat cancer. Me and my sister and my aunt all had the other buttons saying, dad beat cancer, brother beat cancer, you know, stuff like that. And Pandora had just opened. It was 2019. And um, my dad was like, oh my God, I've never seen Pandora. I want to go ride the pandora rides and i was like okay like let's go to pandora we're gonna go ride the pandora rides that's what you want to do that's what we're doing like you beat cancer this is your day you tell me what we're doing so we got up to flight of passage i had tried to get a fast pass that that morning and of course it wasn't available Mm -hmm. and i was like okay let's just see how long the line is we're gonna go wait i guess let's see if this is gonna happen so we walked up and the line was like 120 minutes it was something (laughs) absurd amount of time and I walked up to the cast member. She saw our buttons. I was like, hey, I don't know if you guys do like return times or how this works. Um, you know, my dad just beat cancer. He can't wait in a 120 minute line. Do you think it's going to go down at any time? And I was basically just super nice, just questioning her, mm-hmm. um, asking, you know, when should I come back, basically? And she calls my dad over and goes, 
congratulations, so happy for you, come on right in the fast pass line. Aww. So she let us right in the fast pass line on Flight of Passage, and my dad to this day does not stop talking about that ride. He goes, this is the best ride ever. It's yeah. so fun. <laughs> Me, I get motion sickness. I could barely yep. watch the dang ride. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but my dad had a blast, and just seeing his reaction to that ride – Every single time I go to Pandora, I think of that memory. And it's mm-hmm. something that's always going to stick with me because it is a huge moment in my life, in his life, in my family's life. And that cast member just really threw that magic in there. She didn't have to do that. Yeah. And she did. And it's just so amazing like for me to have that memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. ironically, uh, you know, through the process of starting this podcast, yeah. uh, we had a few practice <laughs> runs because we wanted yeah. to be prepared for you guys mm-hmm, before yep. we do our first episode Always. and we just jump in. Uh, mm-hmm. So so just so you guys know, we actually went over this prompt before. And yeah. as I mentioned to Christy and Jesse before, uh, most people might think when, when I talk about something like this, like, okay, he's going to talk about his engagement or his honeymoon, yeah. but... For me, there's really always one specific memory. You know, like I said, I grew up and I went to Disney once a year with my family. uh, And I met my current wife. I met her in the eighth grade. We're 13. And everyone knew her as like Disney Molly. Like that's who she is. Like everybody just knew her as that she was the Disney person. So it was ironic because obviously I like Disney. I was more coy about it. I was like, no, I'm I'm too old and cool cool. for Disney now. I'm on to sports and I don't like Star Wars and nerdy stuff, even though I had like (laughs) posters on my wall, but regardless. Uh, But it was our freshman year of college. And Molly was going through a pretty difficult semester with uh, some family stuff. And and I remember my mom, she was coming down for a big mom's panel reunion event and invited Molly and I over to go see her and, and have a fun day uh, or fun weekend in the parks. And I had planned to totally surprise Molly with it. I was like, you know what? She's having such a hard time. But then she called me in college and she was having a really rough night. And I was like, you know what? this is three weeks away. If I just tell her now, she'll get excited about it. So I told her over the phone and of course she started crying. She was so excited and we went, but I didn't tell her that we were going to Very Mary, which she had never been Mm -hmm. to before. So uh, our first night there, um, I went to meet up with my mom and her friends and Molly was there and we were just 18. We had just been dating for five or six months. So uh, we we were eating at the California Grill, and it was there that my mom told her that we were going to very Mary that night. And I remember seeing her for the rest of the meal. She kept doing this thing where she just like look over her shoulder because her back was faced towards mm-hmm. the castle. So she kept like, oh, is that the castle? Is that the castle? Yeah. Sort of thing, which was really funny. And then, man, when we walked over there uh, to the Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary. I mean, she was like dragging my arm. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, okay, okay, I'm coming. Like, <laughs> and, you know, we went there and that was back when they had the dream lights. We won't get into that. Uh, mm-hmm. That was back when they had like Snope and all that as soon as you walked in. Like, Fairy Mary was really cool back then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not that it's not cool now. It was just really, really cool back then. It was cooler. We walked in. <laughs> yeah. It was cooler, yeah. We walked in and. There's still a photo that was my wife's phone background for like, I don't even know, like five years. There's a yeah. photo of us walking down Main Street holding hands uh, during that very merry party. And my wife's face 
like literally, you know when you get so happy that you like move your shoulders up towards your like yes. ears? Yeah. She looked yep. like a little kid. Like she like had <laughs> just seen the castle and there was like snow falling and this weekend wasn't even really supposed to happen for her. So like that memory always sticks with me because I think that was like the first time in my life I like looked over at her and I realized like, yep, I'm I'm not I don't want to be with anybody else. Like that, yeah. that was like the first time where I think I truly realized like yeah, th- I'm probably gonna marry this girl someday. Wait till she hears you so. tell the story. Aww. Yeah, well, I'll I'll let her listen to it like yeah. on a car ride to work or something. <laughs> so, so I can like, I can like ruin her her morning drive, yeah. yep. and she'll angrily text me and say, "Now she she's got running makeup or something." But, Aww. But yeah. Anyways, oh, now that we're done being emotional here, yeah. um, I really loved both your guys' stories a whole lot. And uh, I really love this very first episode of the Yay. Mickey Vlog Podcast. Yeah. We had so much fun. And this is just the start of a very great and fun adventure. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I did want to talk about our sponsor. Our sole and only sponsor here for the Mickey Blog Podcast is going to be Mickey Travels. Mm-hmm. Mickey Travels is our sponsored travel agency. Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning They are a platinum earmarked by Disney, and their services are always 100% free. Um, And you can reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at mickeytravels.com. That's mickeytravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. So for those of you who don't know about travel agencies, can you guys briefly talk about why they are awesome, especially Disney travel agencies? Yeah. Um, I'll try to keep it short, but... um... As a mom who plans everything from literally the moment like my family wakes up to bedtime, dinner, all that stuff, um, it's nice to use a travel agency. Uh, Even though I think I'm very well versed in Disney, it's just nice to have someone else take the load off my shoulders. And I found that um, in October we used Mickey Travel Agent and I felt like I could enjoy the trip where you know like when you have photo pass and you can actually be in the photo and you're not taking it yeah that's how I felt with the trip I could actually really enjoy it because I knew if there was an issue or whatever my agent was there so as a mom I fully endorse using a travel agent because you will be able to enjoy your vacation just like your husband and your children and it's free and it's free free. yeah yep yeah I love that yeah I went to Disneyland earlier this year and I had never been to Disneyland and it's one of those things where I know Disney inside and out. So going to a Disney park that I didn't know of, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Where do I eat? Where do I go? I need help with this. Somebody help me. So it's really cool to have someone like Mickey Travels just to be like, Mm. hey guys, can anybody help me um, find a place to go eat or do something? And (laughs) it's someone to trust. Yeah. 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 And just so you know, we're not selling you guys some sort of agency that uh Mm -hmm. paid for some sort of promo or something no we work directly with the mickey travels agents and with the owners and Mm -hmm. everybody's they're so great everybody's such a wonderful person so if you guys ever do need a disney travel agent definitely check out mickey travels they will be our sole and only sponsor here at mickey blog uh Mm -hmm. And the Mickey Blog Podcast. But regardless, thank you all so much for tuning in Yay, to our very yes. first episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast. We could not be more excited about this project. There's plenty more episodes to come. I can't emphasize enough. You guys are going to be so excited about all the guests we have. We yes. have some very cool guests mm. lined up already. 
uh, yep. to do cool interviews, discuss everything from the Disney company to everything in between uh, the parks and all that fun jazz. So uh, as always, please follow us on all of our other social platforms. Yes. If you'd like to support Makey Blog, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, head over to our blog for all the latest and all things Disney. But thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My name is Jared. I'm Christy. And I'm Jesse. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.